Welcome to Daily Reflections. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You are a blessing, your gift. God loves you. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this memorial of St. Ignatius of Antioch bishop and martyr. And we begin with Psalm 100, verse 1 to 2, 3, 4, 4 to 5. The Lord made us, we belong to him. Together, the Lord made us, we belong to him. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that the Lord is God. He made us, we are his his people, the flock he tends. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for he is good, the Lord whose kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. The Lord made us, we belong to him. Together, the Lord made us, we belong to him. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 12, verse 13 to 21. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied to him, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbiter? Then he said to the crowd, Take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Then he told them a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a bountiful harvest. He asked himself, What shall I do, for I do not have space to store my harvest? And he said, This is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grain and other goods, and I shall say to myself, Now as for you, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this night your life will be demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for the one who stores up treasures for himself, but is not rich in what matters to God. Well, the phrase in the gospel that just stands out and just grabs your attention is, You fool. This night your life will be demanded of you. Ouch. It's harsh. However, it is something we all need to take a look at in, in our own life about what is truly our ultimate goal in life, what is truly important. The rich farmer is a fool, not because he's wealthy or has many possessions, or because he saves for the future, no, but because he appears to live only for himself and because he believes that he can secure his life with his abundant possessions. Did you notice that the rich man talks only to himself in this parable? He asked himself, what shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And then he said, this is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. 
There I shall store all my grain and other goods, and I shall say to myself, Now as for you, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, be merry. The rich man's land has produced abundantly, yet he expresses no sense of of gratitude to God for his good future, his good fortune, nor does he express any sense of gratitude to the workers who have helped him plant and harvest this bumper crop. He has more grain and goods in storage than he could ever hope to use, yet seems to have no thought of caring for others, giving to others his excess, and no thought of what God might require of him. He's utterly blind to everyone around him. He just talks to himself. It's all about him. However, we all know you cannot take anything with you. I have never seen a U-Haul attached to the back of a hearse. My friends, riches do not make us happy. You know, researchers have found that the thing that does make us happy is when we give to others, when we concern for others, when, you know, we just know that we must share the good that we have, the abundance that God has given us. This allows us to, to be positive, to be seeing others in a, in, a, in a light that every person is a child of God. We're able to envision how our money or our time makes a positive difference in someone else's life. There are those who try to convince us of all the products we need to complete our lives. Amazon is filled with those products. We never quite feel that we have enough, regardless of what it costs the earth and what it costs for those who make it. The rich farmer thought that having large amounts of money and possessions stored up will make him secure and happy. But sooner or later, we learn that no amount of wealth or property or possessions can secure our lives or give us life in abundance. If you want to prepare for your future, then you must do all you can to accept God's invitation to to fill you with every blessing and every true riches. Consuming, accumulating, and possessing will in the end lead nowhere. If we depend on what we have in the end, we will have nothing but only darkness. You know, one example of of letting go of, of what this world has to offer is the wonderful St. Ignatius of Antioch. Did you know he was the third bishop of Antioch? He was deeply loved by the Christian faithful, and he um, always made it his his life to, to defend the teachings, the practices of the church, and to defend the early Christians for teaching the saving truth of the gospel. Bishop Ignatius was arrested. He was sentenced to death in Rome. And while he was being brought to Rome in chains, he he composed a letter to the Romans, which is always read on this particular memorial today in the Office of Readings. He said, I am writing to all the churches to let it be known 
that I will gladly die for God. Let me be food for the wild beasts, for they are my way to God. I am God's wheat and shall be ground by their teeth so that I may become Christ's pure bread. Wow. He died a martyr's death in Rome, devoured by two lions. And sometimes you see this statue of, of Ignatius with one lion on his right, one lion on his left. And um, it, it was one of the cruelest demonstration of, of uh, the animosity that the Romans had to true faith. But he believed that being torn apart by lions in the Colosseum was a victory for Jesus Christ. To go along with our gospel for today, you know, Ignatius said this, do not have Jesus Christ on your lips and the world in your hearts. Let me say that one more time. Do not have Jesus Christ on your lips and the world in your hearts. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.